been hanging out with Hoist Gracie for three or four days. Did a little jiu-jitsu today. Can't then, uh, up. All right, lead heads, welcome back to the Talking Lead Show. This is episode 220-220. Hope you guys enjoyed last week's episode where we had our kickoff to the Big 3 East interviews. We had uh, C.J. Johnson from Big 3 East Media, and uh, we had uh, Andre Dalou joining us uh, to kick that off. And then our first interview, we had Maxim Defense, Michael Winfelt, and then we had Chris Tonto, Peranto, you guys heard of him, from Benghazi? Yeah. And, yeah and, oh, yeah. And then yes, we sir. had uh, Dave Boone Benton as well. So you guys go back to episode 219, check those interviews out, and we're going to be continuing our interviews from the Big Three East in this episode as well. But first, we've got some serious stuff to talk about. We've got a world record. Is it a sniper shot or just a rifle shot? What are we calling it? Probably just a shot. Just a shot. Sniper yeah. shot. Sniper shot. Somebody might be dead at the other end, probably. Okay. We and tried. I, <laughs> you tried? <laughs> uh, yeah, we Very good. It was so, still, a, still a shot that was sub one MOA at, at the distance, though. Right. Yes. And it was, what, 5,000 yards plus? A little over 5,000 yards? Yes, 5,025.4 yards. What was the previous record? Do you know? I think the Russians had like a 2.6 mile shot or something like that. So just, I believe the last one that was recorded here in the States that I saw was uh, like, it was a little over 4,700 yards. Hill Country Rifles. Gotcha. Yeah, Hill Country. Joining us today, we have the team that made that world record shot. We've got Charlie Mike. Charlie Melton, ladies and gentlemen, joining us again. If you guys remember, Charlie was on a couple episodes back uh, for our session two of optics training. So welcome back, Charlie. Glad to be here. And uh, you brought your team along with you. If you would, go ahead and introduce your team from Charlie Mike Precision. Yes, sir. We have uh, my partner, Philip Hudson. He's a half owner of uh, Charlie Mike Precision. And we have probably one of the, definitely one of the top two or three gun builders in the world, Brad Stare with performance guns very cool welcome in guys we appreciate you taking the time and joining us here on the talking lead show and talking about this momentous occasion so um previous record held by some some russians so you guys have brought the record back to america america (laughs) yes so let's talk about uh what was your motivation for doing this I mean, other than just beating out some Russians, I mean, that's motivation. <laughs> enough. Know about them. Well, I would say the motivation is, uh, obviously to do the, most people think is the impossible, but I just started my company about a year ago or our company about a year ago. So, um, we're just trying to build up your reputation and get our name out there. So we came up with the idea of, uh, breaking the world record longest shot. And then, uh, Ended up meeting up with Mr. Brad Stair. He had what it takes and <laughs> did it all about building the guns and the bullets. And we got together, came up with a plan, executed it, and came out successful. From concept to to breaking the record, how much time did you guys have in, in preparation for this? We've probably been talking about it, what, Brad, probably about six months? Yeah, about six that. Months. And on the talk about doing the shot, the preparation's been started uh, 16, 17 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> All your life, right? The preparation has. Been. Yeah, actually, it is. It's forty-five years. Yeah, I think I, I think I, I met Brad at the. I met you at the shot show last year, right? Yes. Yep. We crossed paths and got to talking, and uh, turned out we built a, a pretty uh, awesome relationship, and 
uh, came up with a good plan. And uh, well, that's yeah, pretty amazing. Out. I mean, you guys in six months uh, just putting everything together and then and then making the shot and then breaking it. Uh, I mean, that's relatively quick if you think about it. It is. So let's talk about um, the equipment that you guys used and the preparation that went into this. Talk about how you guys sat down and, and planned and, and prepared for this. Like I said, uh, we ran, ran into Brad at the shot show last year and started talking about all his capabilities and his guns and ammo and all that stuff. And uh, my goal was uh, I saw that the long shot was 4,700, and I was like, I'm pretty sure we can beat that if we put our hands together and put a good team together. And then obviously run into Brad. He was obviously an integral part of the team, probably the most important part. <laughs> and then, uh, no, so we uh, commenced to coming up with a plan and put it together, executed it, and then uh, I'll let Brad go into details on the gun building and the bullets. And the and then the programs used to. Well, what was we used multiple multiple uh, programs, ballistics yeah, program. So you're using some software to figure out the, the ballistics and that type. <laughs> yes, of stuff? sir. It definitely help us get in the ballpark. <laughs> uh, we, we used a Streelock Pro, and then uh, what was the other one, Brad? Shooter, and then also Quick Target. Yep. Okay. Are these proprietary proprietary um, programs? Um, the shooters just just buy the app, and it's it's incredible. Um, but we're shooting a little further than any of them wanted to take us, so we had to do ex- extrapolating. Right. Yes. <laughs> we had, to math. had to use a little mathematician. Formula yeah, bean, bean counting, actually. <laughs> yeah, we 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 turn the dial and move <laughs> the clock. <laughs> I think we combined a little math, a little experience, and uh, somebody might throw a little luck in there. A little luck? I doubt that. <laughs> so the previous record you said it was Russians. What uh, what did they use? Do you know the the caliber and the? They rifle? actually used a, a similar round. They really did. Uh, different projectile, but a similar round. It was a 408 improved, which mine is, but mine's a real aggressive improvement. Okay, let's talk about that. Let's talk about the round, uh, the delivery system, the rifle that was designed for this shot. Yeah, it was was a proof of concept rifle. We are designing Charlie's actual shooting rifle right now. So we wanted to prove the concept. We did it. The bullets, we did try some Shytech rounds early on. I met Doc Taylor when he first came out with it and... I immediately improved it, which he was happy with. And then it's the projectile. The original Shytech projectile wouldn't get there. It was tumbling. So I came up with a, a new projectile, and it's coming in dead straight and true. So talk about the projectile. What It's a Shytech improved. It's a 50-degree shoulder and a straightened-out case. So I get a lot more out of it. And that sharp shoulder gives us a really, really good burn in the chamber. Mm-hmm. That helps a lot less on the barrel and then the projo itself is a full solid and it's just one i i came up with uh, the looks of it i did it more like an airplane wing and gave us a little more midsection than the original and it proved out it's a 420 grain we're running it under just under 3100 feet per second oh wow <laughs> it's nuts but that gives us what we need. A standard Shytech would hit at about 300 feet per second. We're still over 840 feet per second on target. Wow. So it'd be like getting hit with a either a 44 Magnum or a light 500 Smith. You're not going to like it. <laughs> it's not. It's not going to ruin your day. Definitely, no doubt. Yeah, definitely can feel it. You'll so, do the job. So to develop that that bullet that round, were you using these computer programs to? To get the trajectories and grains and all that? No, actually, the weight. 
the bullet was a little trial and error, building a couple, two or three different bullets, and I had this one down, and I knew it would it would be there, and we we proved it did. It's just it's got to fly straight, and the the windage was phenomenal. You could have stood two feet away down there, and he wouldn't hit you. <laughs> I don't think I want to do that, but. <laughs> <laughs> We had people like 20 yards on each side. 20 yards on each side, really? Yep. Mm -hmm. They're they're believers. So this was a almost three-mile shot. Is that right? Yes. About 260 yards shy of three miles. 260 yards shy of three miles. So that's – how many football fields was that? Like over 52? Yeah, 53. Just, just yeah. to try to give our listeners a a visual on that. I mean, it's it's a long way. <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 you know. it took it was a flight time of twelve seconds from the trigger pull. Twelve. Okay, that was one of our listeners' questions. They wanted to know how long it took. So it took twelve seconds from trigger pull to impact. And then you could hear the sound. What was the sound, Brad? Like it, after it was after you, whenever they were down at the target. They could hear the crack of the round, and then the bullet still had six seconds. Yeah, four to six seconds is what they had yeah. to move. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's funny. And then the bullet rose. The bullet rose to elevation of about sixteen hundred feet. Correct. Yeah. So sixteen hundred feet, and then it's fallen. So it it right. it Correct. peaked at sixteen hundred, and then it came back down. What uh, what elevation were you shooting at? You guys are in Utah, right? Right. We we're about 5,300 feet. 53. And how far above elevated over the target were you, were you pretty much level? The we're target was actually above. It was above us. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we're about, yeah we had about a 1, 1% grade up to the target. <laughs> Even more impressive. So at that distance, I mean, that's still a lethal shot, right? I mean, oh, with yeah. the terminal velocity of that bullet coming yeah. down from – yes. From that, and I think you had a picture of it on the video, right? Of the yeah, it actually bent it. It bent it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, did. What size was the target you were shooting at? That was forty inches, under under a minute of angle. And you you got it with it. Did you shoot two or three shots? How many shots did you do? We got one actually in the target. Everything right underneath it. We just kept it in the same group. Right. So you, I mean, it was for that distance. It was a tight group. Yes, it was. <laughs> so yeah, it's, probably, it's probably like a what twenty foot group around it. So we tried to surround, but the ones we had flagged were under three quarter, three quarter MOA. So that yeah, target that group is pretty much the size of like the uh, hood of a truck. It's about the size of a hood of a truck. Would you say? Yeah, yeah. Nissan. Yeah. Do what? <laughs> Nissan. A Nissan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> What kind of steel were you shooting at? Was it AR-500 steel? No, no. Everything kind of fell apart. Um, a lot of things happened. That the guy that was going to make the targets out of AR-500, which we're kind of glad he didn't now because that plate would have weighed about 400 pounds. Holy crap. This was just this was boilerplate that I had laying around. We had to make the targets. Actually finished them on one of the days we're supposed to be shooting. So we didn't care about destroying the plate. Oh, no. I mean, the target was irrelevant as long as you hit it, right? Yeah, correct. <laughs> Now, if that had been binary, how cool would that have been? <laughs> oh, yeah, but they uh, there's a lot of signs. We're out by uh, Dugway Proving Grounds, and that was not cool. <laughs> Back shooting towards their gate. <laughs> I'm sure you gave them heads up, right, that you were out there doing that. No. No? <laughs> they, no, they found out. 
they found out. Okay. <laughs> Eventually they found out, right? They did. I actually came, one of the guys came out and witnessed the whole deal, so it was cool. Yeah, another another good piece of information that probably people might have questions about is uh the correction that we had to do for just spin drift and Coriolis effect. For so So talk about that for our listeners yeah. who don't know what that is, explain that. So spin drift. So spin drift is, you know, whenever your bullet is leaving the barrel, you know, your threat, your barrel twist is twisting the bullet. So the bullet is coming out spinning, which stabilizes it. But it also at long distance, it will cause the bullet to spin in that direction. Like a slider on a baseball pitch. Right. Right. Okay. So, and then of course, Coriolis effect is the, the rope, the uh, curvature of the earth. And, and depending on what axis that you're shooting at. And so it, it, that can make a bunch of differences. But with, for just Coriolis effect and spin drift, we had to make 12 minutes of correction. That's without wind, you know, everything else. Uh, just to, that's so, so. That's just 12, natural effects um, that you've got to correct for. So right, yeah, exactly. one minute at five thousand yards is fifty inches. So twelve times. No, so it was over five hundred inches of correction just for the physics of the the bull, you know, spin drift and Coriolis effect. Right. That's no other kind of. That's no other kind of. You know, uh, wind, uh, temperature, wind, or yeah, temperature, humidity, pressure. Right. That's in a perfect situation. Right. So, you know, then we had to, so then we had to, you know, make corrections for wind and all those other variables that are in the equation. So it was definitely pretty wild. You know, you, you look, you, you, you do the math on, you know, over 500 inches. I mean, it's, it, it was, it wasn't no easy feat. How many shots did it take to, to get on target? We hit the target on the seventh shot, uh, with our batch of rounds. Nice. And as yeah. far as distance goes, no problem with the distance on those shots. You just had to. No, not at it. all. We had. We literally have a. We have a picture of the group that we have on the ground. You know, because you know, at that distance, if the wind died slightly after we pulled the trigger halfway through the shot, you know, the bullet would be be off or you know here just a little here and there. Right. And we actually had we had a tight. We actually had bullets that landed within two inches of each other. Oh wow! Because you could see where, you could see where the bullets hit on the ground because they would they'd make a mark and like a little divot and then come out and then you actually could find the projectiles about I would say fifty to sixty yards from where they made impact in the dirt. What kind of velocity and, uh, is that bullet coming down after it's hit its peak? Do you guys know that? We're still at 800, 800 Well, coming down, not sure, but we're still going 850, 870 feet per second. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And the bullet was fully, yeah, yeah. The bullet was fully stabilized too. It was coming in, you know, coming in at a, at a good angle. So and you said that was a four hundred twenty grain bullet. Correct. Wow, that's that's a big bullet. <laughs> that's a that's a chunk of metal. What kind of what kind of uh, metal were you using for the bullet? It's called a three sixty brass half hard condition. That's what she said. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? Works huh? for me. Huh? What? <laughs> <laughs> so is that a special kind of uh, material that you use for this? Or? It's, it's normal for doing solids. Most people use that same exact stuff. Gotcha. So let's talk about uh, the rifle itself. You specially designed 
uh, a rifle for Charlie for this. Let's talk yep. about that. What went into that? Actually, it started out as an Armalite AR-30 receiver and chassis and a three thirty eight Lapua. Okay. And so we took it from there, opened the bolt face up to fit the four hundred eight, and put in a, a single shot adapter, and took it and did it. We got the Patnor barrel going, and then it's all about just getting everything straight and square and true. And we did, obviously. What length mm -hmm. barrel are you using on that? What length? Thirty inch. Thirty inch barrel. Right. What was the overall length of the rifle? Oh, never measured. Never measured. <laughs> I can it. do it real quick. <laughs> no, I can do it real quick. That's okay. I just, in case somebody asks, I'm sure that you know will probably be a question that somebody may ask. Um, I would say about just a second. I'd say it's about five foot. Might be six foot. It's almost tall though. Of course, Charlie's nine <laughs> feet tall too. Exactly. He's got Sasquatch <laughs> arms. No offense, I Charlie. Do, I do have a hell of a bow bow length pull. Only two people. By the way, I can pull. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you have to have those custom made, no doubt. So uh, we answered this one. Uh, Danny Bronson said, what was the time from shot to impact? You said 12 seconds. Right, 12, 12 and a little bit. 12 and a little bit. Yeah, 12 and some change. Like 12 to 14, bro. Was the bullet still at a lethal velocity at impact, obviously? Yes. Yes. Uh, it was. How much further... This is Justin McConnell. How much further do you think you can effectively engage a target now that you have completed this historic shot? I'm thinking uh, 6,000 is going to be our next one. Oh, yeah? We can get there. Yeah, I've got a different bullet in mind. I'm going to go a little bit lighter and then go faster, and, yeah, I think we can pull it off. Pull off another 1,000 yards? Yeah, I think we can. The max effective range that we pulled up through quick target was 8,000. That's just where it would go and just land. Wow. Yeah, that's what we said. <laughs> <laughs> that's, I mean, this is it's it's hard to imagine. I mean, how do you yeah. see that? What did you guys use for optics? How did you see the target that what you're shooting at? I mean, did you well, use a, a yeah, telescope. The one we wanted to use was an IR. Yeah, we did. And actually, the binos were seeing the hits. Yes, we were actually very blessed to uh, with the conditions too, with the uh, the mirage, and I mean, you could see them with ten power binoculars. Oh really? Yeah. Now, now of course, once the sun came up and it started cooking things, you know, it it, it got bad. So we we had that to, morning, we definitely perfect. Yeah, it, early in the morning. I mean, you could see the splash from uh, you know looking through binos. Uh, but we had we had um, uh, Leica spotting scopes and uh, vortex, vortex, and, and uh, right on right on binos. Right on. Right on binos. Right on 10X? Yep, they're right yep. on the 2HD binos. They work awesome. Just so happens yes. to be the official optics of Talking Lead. Right on. Yeah. <laughs> right on, man. Absolutely. Yeah, those binoculars are phenomenal. Uh, absolutely love those things. So you guys were just, you were able to see it with the, with the 10X binos then, huh? Mm-hmm. Yes. Very cool. Now, what kind of rifle scope did you say you were using? For the shot, we used a, uh, it's an older or a, uh, Night Force 12 to 42. 12 to 42. Right. And but we were using it at reticle, which is 21 power, and it was flawless. Wow. We were trying, we were going to use the Valdata IOR, which would have been just as good, but uh, we ended up not getting the adapter for the uh, TAC HQ, uh, the periscope deal. Yeah, the mirror the system. Taco. Yeah, the taco. Okay. It's called what? The taco? We call, we it, call it that. 
<laughs> it's pretty. It's pretty funny. It's it's a Tatcom HQ. Um, uh, Charlie you know, company. Company, yeah. and uh, it's actually called the Charlie, <laughs> the the Charlie yeah. model. Nice. Charlie and, Conrad. Yeah, and you know <laughs> it can give you anywhere from you know zero to four hundred four hundred minutes. Four hundred. 400 minutes, yeah. 400 minutes of, of elevation correction without having to put some crazy rail on your rifle or, you know, anything like that. So, I mean, and you can just take it on and off. It comes on and off. Yeah. Quick so, it's, it's, have- really, it's really great, a great concept, and uh, it definitely had a huge part in helping us make this shot. Yeah, and we did have a ring system from Ivy. That's yes. adjustable from zero to 195 minutes as well. So we had 600 minutes before we ever even touched the scope. <laughs> we used 421 minutes of angle. So you talked about the conditions. Uh, you guys had pretty favorable conditions out there in Utah. Uh, what was the what was that the, morning was perfect. What was yes. the temperature? It was 60, 68, 60, 62 degrees, 62 degrees. Yeah. But I think it warmed up to about 66 or 68 when we actually made the shot. But yeah. Yeah. So when you guys are reaching out further, you know, with these with these shots, the technology is probably not there for a lot of this stuff. And, you know, it leads to innovation. Like, you know, you design the whole rifle around this round that you guys developed. So innovation Correct. in our industry, I love to see that. I love to see people trying to go, you know, push the envelope and beyond. And that's exactly what you guys are doing here. What uh, what kind of new technology do you see maybe coming from this or advances? Actually, we're using it. I mean, it's that mirror system is phenomenal. That gun can go from a zero to a hundred to six thousand yards wow. because of that system. It's nuts. Yep. Before you'd have, like you said, rails. You'd have guns that were only good for one shot, one thing. This one is multiple. Can do any of it? Yep. Yes. What's what's the weight on that rifle? Around 17 pounds. It's not bad. Yeah, Way lighter than a 50 cal, I can tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What, what was your trigger system you used? The one we actually had on it was a Jewel 6-ounce trigger. What about your bolt? Original Armalite. I just opened the bolt face. Okay. So you just did a little modification to it? Yeah. A little quick. <laughs> so for this, the, your next uh, breaking shot, you're going to go up to 6,000. You're talking about maybe doing a different round for that. We... You'd have to design a whole other rifle for that, right? Or at least uh, I don't. No, I, I do not. No, nope. okay. that's what's cool. No, do not. And I don't want you to give away any <laughs> secrets. Obviously, uh, talk <laughs> talk about it as much as you can. Well, yeah, I'm just I'm going to go a lighter projectile and bring the speed up and keep it within our our realm. And the twist in the barrel, it's it's not a problem. I can actually run between 350 and 450 grains of bullet oh, and okay. be fine with this twist. Yeah, yeah. When you increase the speed, yes. Are you still yep. going to plan on doing it in Utah? We haven't even talked about going out for the six yet. Not yeah. sure. Yeah, our window of opportunity might be kind of closing a little bit out there in Utah. Huh? Does it snow there, Brad? <laughs> oh, no. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> the license plates tell you the best snow on earth, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, it was a great it was a great place for us to shoot. Uh, you know, we, we could see splash. I mean, you didn't worry about vegetation or nothing. So, I don't know. We might definitely try to do it do it out there again we you know yeah it's a so. good setup it really was i just have to ask permission this time yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah we, we, we ask permission local. ask for forgiveness not permission right is it 
Well, that's what we did. And it seemed to work out. And I'm, I'll, it's, it's BLM land. I mean, we own it. Yeah, right. <laughs> but we, we, we were schooled on that. That's fine. We can get a permit. So um, I had another question. What was that, a quack? That's okay. <laughs> How many different camera angles did you guys have on this? We only That's the other thing we didn't have. They didn't show up. We were supposed to have two film crews well, be there, and one of them was getting married. Yeah, no kidding. When you call me, no kidding. <laughs> we, should, we should have had you come out, but uh, next time we definitely uh, will improve the camera crew. Yeah, yeah. So we had a um, the bullseye camera system set up, and it caught part of the shot, but it's just too impromptu for that. I mean, like I said, everything is left to us. Yeah, the guys just didn't come through. I mean, one's getting married, one's in the hospital, so we can't bomb them, but. Uh, more notice would have been cool. <laughs> well, you got my number now, so make sure you call me for this next one. Get, yeah. Get old lefty right. out there. Uh, so yeah. world record, is this an official world record? Are you guys in the books on this? Um, who recognizes this as the? No, I don't, I don't think record. so. It's, it's more for us, for our data anyway. We know what we can do and didn't know there's actual rules. We've seen them, so we know what to do for the next one. Okay. Talk about those. What are the rules? We need to actually talk to Brian a little bit about it because he's, keeping us to a 36 inch plate and that's not really fair once you get past you know a minute of angle that gets really small so right. i want to talk to him about that and then three shots rifle can't be shot eight hours before that's all pretty good we can do that yeah and so and then the witness needs to be an elr range master so we got those we got it covered didn't really know it was more for us than anything oh sure so this is an unofficial world record as it stands right now right but we have the guys have all the witnesses. documentation yeah, yeah, I mean, you've you've obviously proved it, and like you said, it's more for yourself at this point in time, but that's what the next one's for. So next one will be in the books. Will this be like a, yes. Guinness, a Guinness Book of World Records kind of thing? Or Yeah, we're going to talk to them too. Okay. Yes. We're going to have them present if possible. I think in today's time, I think Guinness is kind of becoming obsolete. Well, this might wake them up. <laughs> it might, but I, I think they're still kind of the – official you know world record mm -hmm. place where people right. go you know what we do yeah that's that's in progress actually right now I'll talk to a man that charlie knows too seth has that connection so um before this what was your favorite round brad <laughs> oh wrong guy to ask i mean i've got 240 calibers i've invented i can do 1400 different chambers I got a few pets. I mean, the 22 Tejas is a lot of fun. It's an 80 grain bullet. We killed coyotes at over a mile with it. Wow. So we're going to do something with that too. Um, I've got a 50 Tejas, a 50 BMG. We're talking about, you know, maybe five miles with that. We're just talking. <laughs> <laughs> we're just talking. So we're I've got a ball in here. We're I just spitballing. Yeah. But what's your favorite of, of all the things that you've designed? It's like a favorite. That's like a favorite kid, you know? <laughs> Everybody's got one. I bet his favorite's the one. The one that hits the target that you're aiming at. That's the favorite. Yes, right. It changed. It, yep. <laughs> they all do. I've got a lot of sniper rifles I've built for the last 40 years. And um, guys, we can call. We can keep typically between a quarter and three-eighths a minute with every rifle we build in any caliber. So the favorite's the one you pick. Now, do you do it these? Depends on what job you're trying to do with it. Yeah. Correct. But Brad, do you do these for... For anybody, as far as these I custom do. rifles go? I do. And how can they get in touch with you if uh, we've got a listener out there that maybe wants something? 
through my email is the best way. I don't do a website. It's still, I'm in the middle of moving to a bigger shop okay. and adding two guys and three more machines, which will help. Right now, it's just two hands. Performance Guns is the name of your company. And, Correct. And your email address is? Perfguns at gmail.com. P-E-R-F-G-U-N-S at gmail.com. Correct. Okay. And then on Instagram, it's actually Tejas underscore rifles. Spell that for for people like me who are uh, phonetically challenged. (laughs) (laughs) T-E-J-A-S underscore rifles. There you go. Perfect. Charlie, what's your favorite uh, round? He's got a new one. <laughs> okay, like I said, uh, it depends on what job you're trying to do. So I have I have a couple, but uh, my favorite round used to be the 300 wind mag when I was in service. Well, that was the best one we had. Yeah, I'm a big proponent of the six five creep right now. I'm very impressed with that round. I actually shot my best group. I was teaching a course up in Salt Lake last week. I shot a three inch group at a thousand yards with it. So I was pretty impressed with it. Is this one that Brad did for you? Or is this something different? No, that was my signature gun that uh, Axis and Tactical built. But uh, yeah, I could probably take any of Brad's guns and do that. <laughs> now you were at Big Three East with me, and there was a company there, WMD Guns, and they had a six five Creedmoor. Did you get a chance to shoot it? I did, and it, it shot very well. Yeah, it shot nice. I I got it to put you know probably twenty thirty rounds through it on that second day. Everybody kind of bugged out, so I had the whole. Um, range hell range to myself. So I got to take that out and I got to take right ons, uh, five by 25 scope on my 308 out and try it out as well. And uh, we were tinging at 900. I think that was as far as it went was 900 out there. Yeah. That's as far as they had down there. Yeah. So that, that was a good time. Enjoyed that. But the six, five yeah. Creedmoor seems to be, um, kind of the buzz nowadays. Um, seeing a lot of, yeah. Yeah. It's, it was a, it was a good idea. I mean, it, it wasn't, supposed to be what it is that's what's funny talking to the guy that invented it and uh he just wanted to fit the magazine you know <laughs> took the 260 shorten it make it fit the magazine that that was it and it's just home run yeah that's a good all-around round and uh yeah actually and in, in, uh, next week i'm going up to uh nevada and i'm actually going to shoot a bear at a thousand yards with it so we'll see how that works out where are you gonna do that at nevada really? Yeah, up in Nevada. Okay. Yeah, we're both going to go shoot a bear. Hope we'll be up there next week. We're going to do a thousand yard bear shot with it with the six five. So you, so you, you got a is it a stage or are you going to find the bear? You're just waiting for one to come at a thousand. You know, we so you can go to a tree. <laughs> it might be farther or a little closer. We'll see. We're, 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 we're going to try to get him at a thousand. So we'll see what happens. I got you. And you're going to do that with a bow, right? Yeah. Yeah. A bow and arrow. <laughs> Exploding arrows. <laughs> Did that. Yeah. I've done that. And what are you going right. to use? 6.5 Creedmoor on that? Yes, sir. Okay. We're going we're gonna to use a 6.5 and a, maybe a 3.38, huh? Yeah, we'll probably get a Ritter and Stark 3.38 also. We'll probably, we'll probably get a couple. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. Cool. But I guess they're roaming around a lot. Uh, the guys that's taking us just shot one the other day, and it was pretty pretty good size. So, yeah. so I asked them, Philip, what's your what's your favorite round? You know, I would have to say. I mean, I really do like the uh, six five round, but I'm gonna have I'm having Brad. He's uh, gonna be building me a uh, seven millimeter STW Tejas, 
or seven millimeter Tejas that I'm pretty sure I'm going to just completely fall in love with. Okay. You have to so, let us know how that goes. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. We'll be, uh, we'll probably be doing a review on it and, and all that good stuff. Very cool. So do you guys have any more plans to take this, um, the 408 Tejas out? We do. What, what's your next plans for? No dates yet. No dates, but you just, you're going to try to reach out a little bit further with it before you go to that next uh, design? I think so. Yeah, I, we can do it the same day. That's what's nice. Very cool. So, Charlie Mike Precision, you guys, so our listeners, if they want to learn how to shoot long range, you guys teach that at Charlie Mike Precision. You offer courses and classes that our leadheads could could call you up and schedule a time and learn how to do the precise shooting that you guys are doing and learn about the rotation of the earth and <laughs> all that kind of stuff that comes into play when you're shooting those kind of kind of shots, right? Oh, yes, yeah. sir. Uh, we're definitely, uh, we teach courses. Uh, we're based out of Texas, but we travel all over the U.S. If you, if you get enough, a group of people together and want to do a course, we will come to you. And, uh, yeah, you can go to charliemikeprecision.com and uh, we have a calendar on there everything, or you can call call my number on there and we can we can set up a course for you we are obviously our main deal is long range but we also do pistol and carbon very cool and uh which uh when i was talking to cj he said that you guys may be down in florida doing some courses as well is that something you guys are gonna be working out possibly yeah Yes, sir. We're working on the uh, flyers for that and everything now. Uh, we're looking at probably December 5th through the 8th. We're going to run a long-range course down in Daytona at uh, the Big 3 East. That'll be awesome. That'll be a good time. So you guys go check out uh, com. And then you can also uh, you can also find us, of course, on uh, uh, Facebook and Instagram. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, right? Twitter. You guys uh, can go to my post on Talking Lead's website as well. I've been tagging these guys. Uh, you've got their uh, first video up that they did of the unofficial world's longest uh, rifle shot at, we said, 5,029 yards, something like that. Uh, 5,025. 5,025. Yes. Now, is there somebody on your coattails getting ready to beat that? Uh, you got somebody chomping at the, the bits to, to come after you? Uh, no, don't I don't think so. We don't know yet, but we're waiting. So oh, because that because uh, the forty seven hundred yard shot actually is is not even an official shot either that you know was you know posted the only the only closest posted or official shot I believe was like forty five or forty three hundred yards. Yeah, I'm not sure what the definition of official is, but yeah, we're trying to figure that out. But yeah, I don't think anybody's in the Guinness World Book record. Not yet. No. No. Nah. Yet, that's yeah. the key. Yet, <laughs> yeah. right. Big word. Right. Well, very good, guys. Uh, thank you so much for taking the time. Uh, let me just check one last time, make sure we don't have any more questions from the lead heads. I can go measure the length of that rifle real quick if you want. Okay, yeah, if you don't mind. So we got a smart ass on here that says uh, that's impressive, but can you do it with iron sights? <laughs> you can try. You can try. You always, yeah, yeah, I was about to say you can try. You always have those guys. <laughs> you always got a smart ass in the bunch. Fifty-six inches long. So the official length, full length, uh, from from tip to stock is fifty-three inches long. Fifty-six. Well, um, 
56 actually, and the uh, buttstock's adjustable for me or Charlie, so it can go probably 55 to 57. Well, guys, again, thank you so much for taking the time. Congratulations on a unofficial, unofficial world record shot. We'll go ahead and call it official here on Talking Lead. There we go. That's what I'm talking about. So one quick one quick uh, last time where people can get in touch with you, Brad. Perfguns at gmail.com. And then Instagram is Tejas underscore rifles. Charlie? Yep. Go to charliemikeprecision.com is our main website. And we're same thing, Charlie Mike Precision on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and all the social media outlets. All the social medias. Check them out, guys. Uh, check out the videos. I've got them posted on our social media and then you can go to uh, Charlie Mike's uh, social media as well and check out the videos. Any plans putting any more uh, videos or anything out? Yeah, yeah. just let people know, too. We're redoing our website right now, so there might be some technical difficulties for the next few weeks. Okay. So we're yeah. redoing that. If so, you guys yeah. have trouble getting in touch with Charlie, you can get in touch with me, and I'll uh, put, put you guys in, in contact. 10-4. All right, Leadheads, more show coming up. The Talking oh, cool. Lead. Knight's, Talking Lead, I guess. Knights Templar Glock. Yeah. That's cool. That's a good edge. Like Isn't it? That. Yeah. You like the serrations? No, I do. I do. That's like Colors dragon scale. I was going to say it's like chain, what I was thinking is dragon, chain like medieval. Right. That's, that's yeah. what it's for. That's it's like awesome. a dragon scale. That's awesome, bro. Hells yeah. I like man. it. That there. All right. So what I'm going to do is just give you a quick heads up. Yeah. I'm just going to talk. Okay. <laughs> so, Because <laughs> we are talking lead. We are talking lead. Sometimes we talk lead, sometimes we don't. So the last guys were like really loud. Okay. So they jacked up my my level, so those, I had to. Those bastards. Fucking Richards. <laughs> those Richards. Those damn Richards. Those damn, those damn Martys. <laughs> Richards. <laughs> they love, love that. <laughs> All right, lead heads, we are back, and we are continuing our coverage of the Big Three East autumn, fall, whatever you want to call it. Edition rain monsoon. <laughs> monsoon monsoon season monsoon yeah. season we got rained out again today uh, it stinks but it happens you can't control mother nature nah. mother nature happens well this just, is Florida man <laughs> right it is known to rain down here a few times yeah and maybe didn't, get didn't slow anything down maybe get a hurricane a yeah it's hurricane season if you hold an event during hurricane season just expect there to be a little bit of rain just a tad just a tad just, just a little bit yeah. just a little bit so we got a, a table full of guests um i'm gonna start from left and go to the right or maybe i'll go and skip and get the my left or your left which which left well as you're looking at us on the radio dial <laughs> <laughs> it'd be your left to right got it okay got it, got it, got it. <laughs> so we've got joining us today michael winfelt and michael is with maxim defense and we're going to learn more about Maxim Defense, so just hang tight. And this is a, a gentleman that I've been waiting to get on the show a long time. We've done some videos with him. You guys first talked about their products. Uh, NRA, we did a little interview with uh, Miss Julie. But we got the man himself joining us today, Mr. Steve Troy. Hey. Troy Industries, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome. Thanks. Don't be over-exuberant. Just calm down. <laughs> calm down, dude. <laughs> Steve, lower your voice. Lower your voice. Too loud. Pumping the brakes. Pumping the brakes. <laughs> right. And and you know we got a little music intro for our next that, guest. That, Mike, well done, man. That was awesome. And, and Mike, I'm going to let you introduce our next guest. Our next guest is our uh, brand ambassador, Chris Tanto Pronto. Hey, what's happening out there? What's up, Chris? Welcome to the show, man. Thank you for having me. Now, would you like me to call you Tanto or Chris? Doesn't matter. 
Just whatever. Whatever. Dude. Dude's good. You go dude, with dude. Dude is always good. You can't go wrong with Laws dude. I'll call you Richard, right? Well, <laughs> nah, it's no, an inside it's thing. Inside. We, I, they can't do it on the radio. If, if you'd seen the interview before, you kind of got the idea what what the Richards were about. So. <laughs> But you can call me, call me Richard. Just call me Richard. Just call you Richard. Let's just go with it. All right. All right. We'll call you Tonto Richard. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> okay. Let me do that. So, uh, Maxim Defense. We're going to learn more about Maxim Defense. We've got Steve Troy here. I know it's Troy. Uh, Mr. Troy's got to catch a plane. Right, Julie? Her hand, his handler is like, yep, yep, yep. So, we want to find out what's the latest and greatest going on with Troy. Okay. So, tell us about it, man. Well, I see a suppressor here sitting in front of me. I love it when you bring things for me to show and tell. All right. So what we have is uh, we've got a lot going on. This past year we've had a, our My Service Rifle program where we've been doing uh, commemorative rifles that have been donating money back to different special forces organizations and POW MIA organizations. So we launched with the uh, GAU, and we uh, introduced that at the Suntie Raiders uh, reunion, and we uh, presented one GAU to each Suntie Raider present with their right on, man. name on it. It was a great event for us. We moved into the XM-177 for the E2 for the 50th anniversary of that being issued, and that uh, that goes to the Green Beret Foundation, the Special Forces Association, and a couple other special operations organizations, and it's uh, been a great product to get out and uh, a great piece of history. And now uh, we've introduced today here at uh, Big 3 is the uh, 25th anniversary SOFD carbine, which is an M16 a2 carbine that uh, CAG used in uh, the Mogadishu battle of Operation Gothic Serpent. Mm-hmm. We work with uh, Kyle Lamb and uh, nice. and a few other operators from uh, from CAG to make sure that we hit it exactly on the money as to what it was then in the day. And uh, that's uh, out on the range, and people have been firing it all day with one of the original aim point sites. And it's uh, it'll yeah. Be unfortunately, I didn't get to get some hands on with that. Yeah, it shut down a little little too quick. Well, you gonna be around tomorrow? Okay, yeah, it's, it's there. It's there. Awesome. It's, uh, it shoots very well. It's uh, it's neat to go old school again after you've been playing with the right. new stuff. Yeah, and then uh, we, you know we work with the special operations command on a lot of different things, and uh, part of the development has been uh, with our Sock C line, which uh, I brought with us to to show you if you yeah. want to take a look Absolutely. at it. Absolutely, I'm handsy. Let me see this baby. <laughs> yeah, so for the new special forces um, uh, upper receiver group, they're looking at uh, a new thinner rail. Uh, new charging handle and uh, sights. We also did uh, a stock assembly that retrofits on their existing buffer tube that's a little bit easier to use with kit. So that's our Tomahawk stock. Uh, we we're the first to bring a PDW stock into the American market, and we uh, that's a, kind of the latest iteration of it with a full-length cheek weld. and that's nice. And it collapses down two and a half inches shorter than an M4, three and a half on the shorter shorter version with our PDWs. And this Tomahawk that you see here, that's our CQB version, a 10 and a half. We have a 14 and a half inch with the airborne version of that stock, then a seven and a half PDW, which is the government carbine that we provide. The new charging handle is a gas-directed charging handle, so it redirects gases for suppressed fire. Those are our new SOXI sites, which are ultra-low profile, so you can grab the charging handle with no interference at all. The safety selector is uh, designed for PDW stock, so you can actually access it with the stock collapsed uh, a lot easier. And uh, the hand hand grip that you've got your hand on is uh, kick forward about 25 degrees and has a storage door for a bore snake and a battery. Uh, the rail system, that this was co-developed with SF, and it's something that you can get your whole hand around. So if you're running a PEC-15 on top, it's a lot easier to access. They're not concerned with heat as much anymore as it's just being able to get a good hold on the weapon. They wear gloves. 
the new lock that you see there, it sends the lock across the rail on the site. Mm -hmm. So it keeps that low profile on the front, but allows the site to lock up. The uh, twin chamber muzzle brake is uh, one of two variants. We have a three-prong flash suppressor. If you put the suppressor on, you just line the tooth on top and turn it. It just zips right on. Okay. Well, I'll do that now. And it does the, uh, the SOCOM test. Um, uh, now turn to grab the can and turn it to the right. There you go. Just turn it all the way. And that's it. It's on. Nice. And then it'll will survive the the torture test and on and off and no no de degradation of accuracy. It's a high volume can. We went with a larger OD, but uh, we actually developed that can with the individual carbine program. Troy did the individual carbine program, and we were in the top seven finalists. And then they killed the program. So not oh, saying man. that we would have won, but we made it all the way through all the testing that they did. But it, right. it allowed us to develop our product line quite a bit, and. Uh, that led to a lot of developments within the Special Forces carbine here, the SOC-C, Special Operations Compatible Carbine, mm -hmm. as well as our PDW contract with the government. Very nice. And now, obviously, these should be uh, available to the public as well, Yes. Right? So we have a 14-and-a-half-inch version where the flash suppressor is welded in place. Uh, we also have the 10-and-a-halfs as SBRs and 7-and-a-halfs as SBRs, uh, but predominantly most of them are select fire weapons that we're making for government use. We've got foreign teams that we've been dealing with in, in Europe that have adopted the PDW and, and the CQB. Uh, they've got 14 and a half now that are sample guns. Uh, we don't know if they're going to adopt those as well. Yeah. But they've done well in the world market against some I was going to say, how are they being received overseas? Very well, very well. I think the American-made label still means something overseas, mm -hmm. and I think there's a kind of a, a saturation of the HK product over there, and they're looking for something different. The piston system, though, is still running very strong in Europe, and uh, the French just adopted the uh, 416A5 as a as a demonstration of that, and we're we're contending with that. So we've we've developed a, a piston and rifle with a high receiver rail that will compete directly against the HK416, and uh, we're going to be introducing that at Shot Show as well. Oh, nice. But the uh, gas guns have come back. Um, the SF has decided that a mid-length gas system is what they're going to go to. Pistons are done. Uh, and that's uh, the wave of the future, as we've known for years in our community, but now it's actually catching fire and, and running throughout. We also are seeing a resurgence, uh, again, of the 300 blackout overseas, and we've gotten a lot of requests. It's my and, favorite round. I love and developed, yeah, it's, uh, it's a great round, especially uh, suppressed. So our foreign market is what's keeping us going right now in our capacity. Uh, you know, we're 55,000 square feet and 100 employees, and right. but we've got solid business that we're doing in over 30 countries right now with uh, with paramilitary forces and in, in government as well as, uh, you know, uh, special operations units, and it's been very good for us. And unfortunately, I've been on the road quite a bit. I've done more traveling in the last year than I've done in previous years, yeah. but it's panning out. It's doing, doing really well. There you go. Yeah. Very good. So the, I want to get back to the sights, the, mm -hmm. the iron sights. Talk a little bit more about those. Those are those are really nice. Those low profile. So we wanted to minimal, yeah. right? They're minimal yeah. sights. Uh, we we've always been the, the world leader on folding sights. That's you know, what Troy's mostly known for. So we decided to take a closer look and say what what else can we do in the sight realm? And we decided that we wanted to do something that was absolutely as minimalist as possible, and uh, that's what we came out of it. And we had tied it to our Soxie program. And uh, it's been great for us. Uh, the sights are awesome. Uh, we've got three different variants of rear sights, including an elevation adjustable one, a locking one, and a non-locking rear. But all the front sights are locking fronts just because they're more Are you doing tritium on those? We haven't yet. We've got tritium right. on the standard Troy sights. We right. probably yeah. do like maybe 5,000 pair a year of tritium. It's not a big seller, but we do it. 
Yeah. So it's, um, but we'll we'll move into that on that one. Very cool. Yeah. All right. We'll get back to you because I know you probably got some more stuff to talk about. We want to get to uh, Maxim Defense. So tell us about Maxim Defense, what you guys are all about. Well, uh, Maxim Defense uh, came to market uh, just less than two years ago with our Maxim CQB stock. Um, and the Maxim CQB stock came you know, came to be that we, uh, we primarily, we're, Maxim is primarily a defense development company, and we had a, we had a contract to develop a PDW style stock that did not require a proprietary bulk carry group. Okay. Because the company we were working with said, you know, they already had a proprietary bulk carry group, and it also had to function with the HK416. So that was our original parameters. And we, we went from a Gen 1 all the way through Gen 5 in the development um, and through our process, we do a lot of interviewing with, uh, you know, with the end users and, and a lot of it's, you know, solving problems. And so a lot of the designs came from those interviews as far as the, the importance of a true cheek weld. And, uh, you know, we talked to them about well, how they hate the old MP5s and having to put their faces on yeah. those rails, that they hate folding stocks because they're great for transport, but they're awful for operation because you can't keep control of the rifle um, and deploy the stock at the same time you know they wanted the extended cheat wells they wanted as light as possible so they just all, want 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 don't they well <laughs> you know so a bunch of needy people dang offers so, always so dang needy bunch so, of cry babies i uh, know that's terrible isn't it? <laughs> but you know so basically through that process we you know we developed the stock and uh very early on then uh you know we were introduced to colt and uh started working with Colt right in the very beginning and they picked it up, picked us up as an OEM and we developed a, you know, a, a version of the stock for them. And, but mm-hmm. through them, they did all the military testing, drop testing, metallurgy testing. And so we, you know, we started shipping the gen five and four months later, we're shipping the gen six based on those modifications. Nice. Um, and that was Quick progress. And that was really the first, you know, public product that we that we brought to market and felt that there was a, a strong need for it because, you know, at the time, um, it was pretty much just the Troy stock on the market and the NEA from, you know, from Canada. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, we worked with, uh, originally we worked with JP Rifle and using their silent capture spring technology, but from there we then developed our own buffer and spring technology and, um, and we kind of... You know, as we entered the market, we realized very quickly that one size does not fit all. And so, you know, we ended up developing multiple buffer systems to work with our, our stock system. Mm-hmm. And, it's, and it's really a modular system. And so now we have seven different buffer systems, oh, wow. th- three different uh, silent capture spring, a standard, a heavy, and a 9 mil. And in our buffer and spring, we have uh, standard H1, H2, and then a pistol caliber buffer. Um, we've had to do a lot of... Uh, uh, proprietary work because um, we have our we did a custom stock for the FBI HRT team um, and they had some units they were running that we had to do some uh, proprietary springs and, and buffers for mm-hmm. you know for the systems they're running yeah um, also um, we have our stocks on uh, out in LA and they're running 416s and they're running our stocks out there LA yeah so it's um so we so we got a, a lot of uh, very early adoption and or in on big army right now with a number of units and a lot of units from the special operations right um but and how are they received by the by the military right now um oh i mean fantastic I mean, we, we've been in a number of competitions that that we that we've won um 
you know, because we, we mainly built it as a duty stock. And, you know, a lot of the ones out on the market are, you know, that, that another writer basically called them safe queen stocks. You know, they, they look pretty, they look good, yeah. you know, they, they look great to the guys on the, you yeah. know, at the range. Snapchat but, stocks. But, <laughs> but they're, not, they're not built, you know, to be actually used, used in the yeah. field. So, I mean, that... So we really focused what's on it, that. What's it made of? Well, it's it's all billet aluminum, you know, seventy seventy five aluminum. Okay. That you know, and then you know, we tested tested a lot of different materials as far mm-hmm. as the rods are concerned, and we have investment cast buttons that are hardened, and you know, there's a number of things that you know have gone into making it a, a very robust stock that's that's built to take punishment. Right. And uh, what's the weight on it? The the basic stock is just under eighteen ounces. Okay, that's not bad. So, and we have and we do have a version that has titanium rods that drops in another four ounces so you're down to 13 ounces um, with the titanium rod version yeah um and once we got into that you know the 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 issues with like folding stocks like we had a number of units well you know we want this stock Mm -hmm. but we want it on our folders so that's when uh our original prototypes we worked with cz and we had a we had a a stock we did for them for the 805 bren Mm -hmm. um but they asked us to, to stop on that one because they're they're bringing in the Bren two, and then uh, and then we we uh, we're also doing one for the Scar. Um, we have our our stocks for the MPX and the MCX. Um, you know, here today that we started shipping those. Um, we have it coming out for the MP5, um, the AK47. So our, our listeners, as uh, you're listening to us talk here, you can go to their website at uh, maxim m a x i m defense dot com. Yep. And I'm sure you have pictures posted oh, yeah. up of your products there that the, as oh, they're yeah. listening to us, they can get oh, yeah. a visual, a you know, better visual of what's going on here. All right. Yeah. And then the, uh, now at this show, we're launching that, uh, you know, watching the market space and the, you know, big thing for us is that, that we focus very much on blue water opportunities where there's holes in the marketplace and we don't have a lot of competition. And, mm-hmm. and one of the things we got another project, um, that uh, basically was a, a Mark 18 upper. So, um, but the specifications were that they wanted 11 inch barrel, you know, over a, a 10.3 or 10.5 because, you know, they were they were getting 300 feet per second more velocity out of that half inch. So that, that it was very specific. They wanted right. 11 inch barrel. Um, but the main thing is is that. They're running DI, um, but they were suppressing their Mark 18 uppers, and when they were doing it, they were, their cyclic Throwing rate went, it off, you know, yeah. so that all of a sudden they're up to 1,000, 1,100 round, you know, 1,100 rounds per minute. They're getting all their gas in the face, and, you know, and they were trying to use pistons, but pistons cause, you know, you solve yeah. one problem, create another one. Yeah. So what, uh, what we're showing here today is our new Mark 18 upper that has uh, our patented true adjustable gas system you have the uh, closed suppressed standard and adverse settings and it's a true dial on the spot it's basically from our patented piston system reverse engineered down to the to the di system now so now it's a true adjustable gas gas system system. yeah uh but what part of the specifications was is that you had to be able to take a standard military issue government issue m4 uh, take it it apart take out the bcg drop that bcg into it put it on that m4 and make it run and so that's we're demoing that and that's what you did you said bam here you go there it is, and so now we Delivered. have so now we have our own uh, we have our own line of uppers, both in our piston and DI system coming out in eight and a half, eleven, fourteen and a half, and sixteen. Um, and what's the price range on those? 
Uh, we're still finalizing that because uh, we're an, we uh, we work with FN. We're, we're an OEM manufacturer for them, and they're gotcha. providing us with the barrels. And we still have you know got to get your quantities in, yeah. Well, but also that you know we only have our production prototypes right now, and you know right. what it actually costs. But they're you know they're going to be around you know a thousand dollars. When are these going to hit? Uh, we'll be shipping them before the end of the year. Okay. For these, and then uh, and then we in have time for Christmas, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So, and then we have some other great stuff coming out at, at Shot Show. So, okay, something stuff you can talk about here, maybe. Or you um, gotta wait till Shot Show to release that. Well, most because we are the show for exclusives. Way to go, Butterfingers! Hey, not dropping the iPhone. Yes. <laughs> so. Um, I would just say no. Saved by the magazine. We'll come back to that. Play that one off. No comment. We'll we'll come back to that. So you've been sitting over there awful quiet, man. Step up to the mic. Talk to us. I'm just talk to the leadhead. I'm just a pretty face. That's all. Just another pretty pretty face. face. (laughs) I don't think there's room. I don't think there's room at this table. I got these guys. These guys are like gun. I just say ditto. Can I just say that? Ditto. 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 We're done. Good. You just you just know how to make them go bang, right? That's all it is. No, that's that's all with with. When I came in with, with Mike, that's all it was. It was, hey, can you? Let, we want some guys that have pulled the trigger down range. Can you? Can you take a look and, and try these things out? And are they? Will they work? And w- remember, I think I just come off a flight because I was speaking in St. Paul or somewhere. St. Was St. Paul, St. Cloud, something Saint like Cloud, yeah. St. Cloud. And I came in a range. I pulled his pulled the gun out and uh, pulled that rifle out with the buttstock on it and uh, started utilizing. Like holy crap! And I think the first thing I said is, I wish I would have had this in. Benghazi. I think that's yeah, I wish, what I said. I wish I had, yeah. this, down I wish range, I had yeah. this down range. And there's marketing genius. And, oh, pull your shirt off here. Here, I got a tight thing. <laughs> Let's take a picture. And all of a sudden, then it just gets posted up. But but really, you know, it was uh, you know having some experience with the Ranger Regiment, with Ninety uh, Special Forces, with the Global Response Staff, uh, with the GRS guys there in, in some of these areas. I, I like what Mike said because you know, he. I said, hey, uh, he said. Well, We'd like to bring you on, possibly as a brand investor. So, well, if, it may look cool, but if it doesn't work and I don't like it, uh, you no. can put my name on it. Yeah, because yeah, because right. if this is going to guys downrange, it, it's not going to. You're going to be taking more lives with than losing lives. Right. You got to be able to do that. And uh, no, I tried it. And it was it was it was night and day. Pass the test. It was very. I mean, you just put two rifles together. Said shoot this one, shoot this one with the. I, and I don't know what the competitor buttstock was. I really don't. But I remember just trying them both. Like holy crap, there is a significant difference between what he's making with the buffer system and and, and also what i like is get in at ground level because mm-hmm. now now you're not just just being able to you be can have an influence on how it develops from getting there. with research and development and yeah. then him being smart and bringing on my my brother and honors dave benton boone you know come on and so we're, now we've got two because he is the brain and he'll tell you he is the brains of the operation i'm the pretty fat he's the one <laughs> here tries this again <laughs> what do you need boone's the brains boone's the brains tano's just uh, he's tano's a smart ass that just can talk a lot <laughs> but uh, but just you know being on so now getting involved from the ground level and seeing the success and being able to give her input say you know this this doesn't feel just the, just the general what an operator would say well right. i don't give a crap about revolutions 500 feet per second does it feel good in my hands How's does it, it shoot is it does it, it work is it malfunctioning when i take 50 shots compared to six you know, that's what an operator wants to know I, I don't care about the dang diagrams and i don't care <laughs> right. i just want to put it in my hands if i shoot it a thousand times it's going to shoot the thousand the first time right. that I have it. you're like in days of thunder exactly <laughs> tom cruise <laughs> cold trickle or cold trickle we gotta talk, all right? All right, Harry, talk. 
No. On the radio during the race. Now, you want to run right on the ragged edge all the damn time, you got to tell us what's going on with the car. Well, you just want to change the way I drive it. Maybe. Well, maybe you could set up the car so I don't have to change. Well, I'd be happy to. You just tell me how. Well, what do you want to know? Well, hell, Cole, you're the driver. If you think she's running loose or tight, tell us. We give a turn here, take some wedge out there, we'll win some races. That's all there is to it. I can't do that. Well, why the hell not? Because I don't know what the hell you're talking about. Well, how do you mean that? Because I don't know much about cars, okay? Well, hey, Cole, that don't make you a damn bit different from any driver I ever met. No, I mean, I really don't know. I don't know what you just said about uh, a turn here and wedge there. I don't know. I don't know. How did that be? What's the difference? Hey, they, they told me to get in the car and drive, and I could drive. He's like, well, how's it feel? You know, how's and that's that is what I. That's he said, what I don't know all this stuff. I just, I just, I just drive cars. Field. And is it gonna thing? Is it gonna work every time? Is it gonna work when it's gummed up? Is it gonna work when it's clean? Is it gonna work when it's raining? When it's out? cold. It's exactly. hot. Exactly. Yeah. And that's that's the benefit too. And then then Mike Mike I saw that, and he took our you know, he, and he he does. He listens to us. Um, begrudgingly sometimes, but he still listens to us. But also, he he, he does. He's he, like, that's going to cost me some money. It is. <laughs> yeah, but what I like what he said too is he said, I, I want to make sure that the guys, this is going to improve and increase the chances of people living yeah. on the job. Which ultimately, that's what yeah. you know, all yeah. your goals are. Yeah. And, and that's, that's, that was, that, that sold me right there. And, and uh, just again, the, the product itself, it's outstanding. I haven't had anything. I can't say anything bad about the, the buffer system and their butt stock and what they're moving forward with. And also when they utilize our input and they want to make it for guys that are going down range and not just shooting at the range, it, it means a lot to somebody like myself. Absolutely. And again, he lets me be my smart jackass self. <laughs> Take the good it. with the bad. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it helps. It helps. So, uh, Get the full package. Yeah, so that's it. So I'll let... And Steve, you know, Steve is again brilliant with what he knows yeah. on his on the weapons. So systems. CJ was uh, sorry to interrupt. CJ was saying something. You guys are getting ready to do a collaboration together, working got, together. Uh, I guess the training company, uh, Tonto's training oh, company, yeah. is going to be down here. So we're gonna we've got uh, just under 100 employees, and we've been taken to the range with the engineering staff as we go out and do our test fire. We'll grab employees from different sections and bring them out, and just give them a familiarity on the weapon systems that they're building. So now what we're going to do is uh, CJ is going to bring his training team up there, and we're going to do a, a company event, which is going to allow everyone to shoot, train, just nice. to give them enough understanding of how the weapons are actually employed in combat. Mm-hmm. And then what the, the good guy reward is going to be that, uh, you know, our stellar performers, we're going to give them kind of a, as a bonus the chance to come down here and train with Chris's guys. And uh, Julie thinks that she's a she she's an award winner already. already. She's already. <laughs> I think she's going to have to recuse herself from this. Because, but what she doesn't know is she doesn't. Yeah, get she's got home. the inside information. Right? You do not. You, but uh, somebody's got to answer the phone. Can you say stress fire, Julie? Because yeah. you will be running. So Chris has been up to our factory yes. and he knows that, uh, you know, we try to put up a lot of images of, you know, stuff being used in combat to give the employees the appreciation of what they make today is what somebody's life will right. ultimately fall upon if this thing fails on them when they right. need it, especially like a backup iron sight. I mean, if you need that, the shit's hit the fan a long right. time ago. You know, it's like, so it gives them an understanding quality and, and having the ability to actually use the stuff under a stress condition, it gives it even more uh, kind of a, 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 an effect of understanding the importance of quality and what they're yeah. doing. 
and we've got a great team. I mean, a really I think it's a good great team. idea. I mean, yeah. a lot of a lot of companies, you know, the people just build the stuff they never even use it. They don't know what it's used for. I always you said know, build it as if you had to carry it. And yeah. you know, in the state police, the comp- they went out and bought rifles from Smith and Wesson. Have nothing to do with it. But when I got issued my my patrol rifle, it had a Troy sight and a Troy handguard on it, and I didn't even know that was coming. I was like, "Holy <laughs> shit! I got to live by my words." <laughs> right? Yeah. But uh, it adds a whole other level of pride in their work. Yeah, it does. Know? So it, it really it's does. It's going to increase the quality, and like yeah. you said, it's going to ultimately be the best for the people, the end users. You know, yeah, it's going to save lives. Absolutely. Yeah, and then you know the input thing, like that, like Maxim does too. It's very important to listen to the end user because he and I, as inventors and designers, we see it a certain way. And left to our own, one, we'll never finish it because we're always going to want to tweak it here, tweak it here, tweak it here. Start another project. But the second thing is that these guys have a very particular interest. I mean, I did 23 years in the military as just a security forces guy. So I was a machine gunner for five years, a grenadier, and then a team chief. And what we use our weapons for there is a a lot different than what the GRS guy would be doing. But we get an appreciation for you know how that thing is in roll and what is what is it like getting in and out of vehicles and and where you're you know doing cleaning and operating and you know that's a whole different role for me as a security forces member or a state trooper right. than what it would be for chris and grs or from an sf team you know that's that's operating out of a 22 inch long bag where you know having a maxim stock on a on a mark 18 is going to make a huge Space difference of your of your crucial. footprint of yeah. going into an area where it's denied access in uniform right so mm-hmm. you know having that uh, that that ability to shrink your gun down is key and you know this is a big marketplace like our stocks are probably side by side in a lot of a lot of a lot of theaters mm-hmm. and they're both offering a quality product that's going to be serving them in a way that hey stuffing that mark 18 with a sop mod stock and bag doesn't work out so well put a pdw cqb stock on it Bingo. now you're talking yeah. and and you're not degrading the reliability with a system like that you're you know? you're, pro- you're- from a rock yeah. standpoint, you're increasing the reliability, right? Cause it, and because it's, it's better made, and just the comfortability of it, right. and the way ability to access, but just the way it's made, yeah. it, it, improvements, just yeah. improvements. And there is a you know, so it's a it's a wide marketplace, and as he said, or as Chris said, there, there's a lot of you know people out there like you know, yeah, we were the first to bring it in, and Maxim went and did some improvements on it that did some things early on that mm-hmm. made a difference, and have it you know, it's a different system, a different approach, like captured spring. Mm-hmm. I saw that, and I was like. Wow, that's really thinking outside the box. Right. I mean, everything else is kind of the same, but that makes a difference. And and then we've gone in different directions in generations, like proprietary bowl carriers. People, a lot of people didn't want that in the beginning, you know. So we came up with a Gen two that you know kind of thing. And and it, it the whole thing is is when it comes down to it, they're both quality equipment. And if an operator can get that and it can improve their mission and be able to all the provide better. all the better, right? You yep. know, it's just definitely yeah. Very cool. Now, does his butt stocks fit on your rifles? Yeah, they they're universal interchangeable. Okay, yeah. okay. Well, yeah. there you go. That sounds like a yeah. personal question, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Bend over. Let me see if that. Yeah. <laughs> Keep it clean, Tonto. Sorry. Come on now. Oh, I'm sorry. This I ain't a family there. show. I I'm just kidding. <laughs> damn butt stocks. We can be as dirty as we want. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> so let's talk about. Uh, did you anything else you guys want to talk about? Well, the yeah. So we're gonna yeah. we're just this training thing with working with CJ. And, uh, you know, he's, he's got an incredible background also as an operator in the military. Mm-hmm. Is, is, you know, many people don't know about it. The Carnivore. Yeah, that book Carnivore, it says it all about, you know, his character and him. And, you know, we know what Chris has done, and uh, it's incredible what, you know, what his team had to endure because of a lot of uh, 
bureaucracy and other crap. Oh, man, it's un- unbelievable. Yeah, unbelievable, and, and it's just I appreciate both their service and, and uh, being involved with them on, on any level. And, you know, it was an honor to have Chris up to the factory. And I, I can tell you, the employees took notice that, you know, he was up there. They, they knew who he was and what he had, had to put had up with. He wrote... Yeah, I'll say that. Yeah. Well, heroes are dead, you know, yeah. but uh, well. he did the right thing at the right time, and, and unfortunately, you know, our country let him down. Yeah. So, it, you know, that's, yeah. but that's why we continue to do what we do. And if you want CJ and I, you know, with, our, with me and uh, Dave Boone's mm. tactical company, Battle Line, that we're not, CJ and I are friends from our Blackwater days. Yeah. You don't realize how small the community is. Yeah. And uh, him offering us to, to be able and to do Adam. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you know all all those guys. Uh, you know, actually, we had a cl- we had a basically a little class reunion out here just at the range with the, with the guys in Q. That's nice, here and, yeah, Q. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, y'all had uh, thing is, the whole it, team here. CJ Lowen, Battleline, and us to make this one of our home bases. We use eighty eight tactical out in Omaha, but you can't in December. You can't train out in Omaha. Can't no. do it outside. Yeah. So with CJ coming and saying, yeah, you can utilize this. Use this facility. place. Here's another home base for us. Yeah, and right. that's just by friendship. And that's just by being able to work with each other and guys still getting along and, and doing the right things. Yeah. Hey, man, you're my buddy. Let's let's work it out. And then th- then the, the whole industry benefits because mm-hmm. now you've got you've got operators that are actually running systems and the, the industry's listening to the operators right. and building the systems accordingly. And, again, yeah. it's just improving, improving, improving. It's awesome. Marty, I got to grab a plane. I so, um, I Troy, plane. appreciate you taking the time, yeah. Mr. Troy. Um, I know you got to get out of here. The, again, real quick, the tr- the training that that you guys are going to be doing here at the Big Three, you're going to be doing your company training, well, right? So, uh, the tr- yeah, Troy's going to be the official sponsor for rifles for for Big Three. For That's what I wanted to get at. Yeah. Right. So okay. we're going to be we're going to put our, our weapon systems down here for for training purposes and for the range to use and. That's uh, that's our part of that, and then as far as my company goes, you know, just to have a familiarity with my uh, my employees, I like CJ. I, I I like the program he's got put together, and I think it just makes sense to to have him up and and to see our facility and also be able to interface with our employees. And then also as you know, the Chris has got an unbelievable background in program and training, and to have that as a reward for you know the employees that are my high performers to be able to come down mm-hmm. and to be able to interface with them and get some uh, training on on it just makes sense and that's we're, great. we're 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 yeah. all about it that's easy he just yeah. he just got to say what's the date and, and Boone lives here so it's this is his home base yeah. and i oh, have okay. no problem leaving Nebraska in the wintertime to come, to come down to here. Florida. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's good. It's a good break. Yeah, it's, <laughs> no doubt. And it's yeah. fun for us. We love training. Yeah. We love seeing people happy, smiling, shooting. I mean, it, it yeah. makes so much confidence. Yeah. I, mean, I can't wait. I can't wait to. to it's going to be awesome. It's for you, uh, you other uh, lead heads that are out there that, that have your own companies and employees. Uh, mm-hmm. that, it's a good bonding thing too. Yeah. Sure train, train together. Yeah. Team building. Team, bu- team building. Yeah, hey, uh, another one too. I don't know if you've done this, but uh, paintball. It, it seems simple, <laughs> but I'm telling you, it's a great outing. It's a great outing. You know, right. It's uh, something to put together. But I do have to run. Point. Marty, thank you very much. Steve Troy, it. ladies and yeah. gentlemen, appreciate, good, good appreciate it. Meet Check them out at troyindustries.com. Yeah, see you again, right. Now, you guys, you want to talk more about your training company? Wait, well, you know, Maxim Defense, it's, and that's, that's our, that is our main, our main partner. Maxim Defense will be, uh, and Mike, of course, not just training with uh, and doing our own thing with battle line but but having maximum defense and, and utilizing their systems too with what boone and i will continually carry when you when you're doing long rifles uh, yeah we're shooting but also mike's got ideas and i'll, I'll let him to because he again he's the idea man he's got the <laughs> ideas and but having him and just saying hey 
Chris Boone be a part of this. Yeah. But he can tell you about what, what we've got in the future going on with Battleline and Battleline and Maxim Defense coming together and Tom and Boone staying with Maxim Defense. Okay. okay. Boone, control. do you want to mic up real quick while we wrap this up? Come as on. long as you're standing there. He's not really, but I will. Stop talking so much. Stop talking so much. Can I so meet Tonto? You, you can. <laughs> right. You can. Actually, if you want to take this, I'm done talking. You, you guys got it? <laughs> no. Is everybody good to go? Tonto's leaving. Tonto no. has left. All right, so, you're, so just go ahead and start talking about the. So, um, well, Chris and I met when they when he came to town to do one of his talks, and uh, and so I met him and his manager, and and we got to talking about you know what Maxim was and what we were doing, and uh, that's kind of where things started, and then we signed Chris on as our brand ambassador last year, um, or actually this year. Um, and so you know he was there for us at, at Shot Show and and NRA Show and 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 a number of other things. But in the meantime, you know, Chris has partnered with, with Dave here, and, and they started Battleline you know, Tactical Training. And basically, you know, we started talking about, well, you know, we, we want some sponsors to help, you know, support and do this. So we signed on now as Battleline uh, Tactical's um, name sponsor, and they'll be using all of our gear um, okay. in their training course. And Battleline Tactical is the name of your, that's your training our, that's company. That's our company. And, and people can say, don't ask how – because every damn domain name out there is taken. Are you serious? <laughs> like, I can't think. All right, I'm done. This is, I'm done. I'm done trying to think about it. This is what we're going to call it. So, uh, yeah, but it so Boone has joined us in, in the meantime. So he, he talks say, way Say hey much. to Leadheads. What's up, Leadheads? There you go. Grr. <laughs> Grr. So what's your website where people can get in touch with you guys? Uh, actually, they can, yeah, see here I'm talking for him again. <laughs> um, Battle on, we just go to, we have Battle on Facebook page, and they actually go to my website, com. Um, battling, we're we're brand new. I mean, we've we've had been gone for what three weeks, four a month. Oh yeah, about. brand um, brand spanking new. So the website and I always take my has been. We'll have it up. I just want it to my specs, but the Facebook page is up, and then on my own website, you people can contact us through there, and that's where you get ads. Uh, that's where you get the uh, uh, the the. Um, we do the marketing and so forth, and yeah. also the schedule of when okay. classes are coming the up. The schedules and the yep. type classes that you can do. Yep. But the actual Battleline Tactical website will be up. I'm just, I'm, I'll be honest, okay. I'm not I'm not happy with the, the, no, the company that's making it right now. I'm not going to put something out up until I'm ready to get it out. But they can, Good but we're you, still man. holding classes, and we'll have. We well, have you guys action. are on Facebook, Instagram, all that too, right? I am. The social yeah. meds. Are you uh, on? No don't, social media. Boone, don't do any social meds. Right. But for your leadheads out there, up to him. We, we do have a class on Saturday. Just a little small concealed that CJ's letting us do out here. Out here? Yep. We'll okay. be doing it on Saturday out here at uh, what time? What time are you starting, Boone? He'll be here at zero nine. I don't. I don't start working for him then. So <laughs> I got you. I got you. <laughs> class will be half over. <laughs> That's right. And then uh, real quick, your help people get in touch with Maxim. Um, primarily through our website, uh, maximdefense.com, um, and. Uh, you on social media, Facebook, on, Instagram? Yeah, yeah, social media. You guys Inst- post all your new stuff on there, product. Yeah, well, we, and we're do, we're do getting a, we're getting a lot better out of it. Just you know, we were a little distracted for a while, but uh, I got you. Yeah, I got we're, you. We're, we're we're getting at the program here, so very good, very good. I know you guys got a jet. Uh, thank you for taking the time. It's been an honor having you on the show, oh, Tonto. Thanks, thanks Mark. Boone, appreciate it, man. Thanks we need to get us. more time with you guys. Maybe uh, uh, we can get to uh, do a show, talk about you yeah, guys. Yeah, love to, man. Sometime in the future, we can do Skype or hell, I'll go wherever you guys are at and we can set up and do the show. Whatever you, you guys gonna be at Shot Show? You gonna oh, be yeah. Doing? Oh yeah. Okay, I'll, yeah. I'll be at Shot Show. I'll be at the Caltech booth all week. Yep. Uh, you guys come by. You're more than welcome to come by. Also, um, 
we'll talk new stuff because you got new stuff coming out. Shot well, show. Are you going to be at Range Day? Uh, yeah. Minister Day? Well, yeah. Come on, these shoot, guys will be out. We'll be out. We're pulling Lane yeah. 40, okay. one of the machine gun lanes that they'll be shooting our new machine or submachine guns and stuff out nice. there. Nice. So. Okay. Yeah. Definitely come out and just shoot. We don't talk. Just come out and shoot, man. Have a good yeah, time. well, you can't talk out there anyway, so damn loud. I, so. I, come, <laughs> I try. I still come, try. Come pull try. some triggers with us. And <laughs> I, will, I will do that, definitely. Again, thank you so much. Thanks for taking the time. Uh, Leadheads, check them out. Uh, social meds, websites, all the good stuff. We're going to be back with more coverage of the Big Three East. All right, lead heads, that does it for another episode of the Talking Lead Show. We appreciate you guys for tuning in, and make sure you leave us some feedback on uh, those podcasting stations that you're listening to us on. If you're able, I know some of them don't give you the opportunity to do that, but uh, any feedback, uh, ratings that you guys, reviews that you guys can leave us, we greatly appreciate that. Big thanks to all the sponsors of the Talking Lead Show. The official optics of Talking Lead, Right On. Check them out at rightonusa.com. X Steel Targets, the best, most affordable AR500 steel targets on the market today. X Steel Targets. Check them out at xsteeltargets.com. X Steel Targets. Frontier Tactical, makers of the Warlock multi-caliber adapter system. Check them out at FrontierTactical.com. Modern Spartan Systems, optimize your firearms with Modern Spartan's line of oils, grease, cleaning solutions. And they also have products for your vehicles. And uh, if you're into the uh, manufacturing industrial uh, industry, they've got products for your machines as well. Check them out at modernspartansystems.com. Glock, the official carry of Left Hand of Talking Lead. us.glock.com. High Threat Concealment. For all your holster, belt, and rig needs, check out highthreatconcealment.com. 1776 United, the official gear of Talking Lead. You guys can go there and get the Talking Lead t-shirts. And soon, the new logo t-shirt, which you guys have been voting on. We've had the voting going on this month. We're going to announce the winner, I do believe, next episode. So if you guys haven't had an opportunity to go and pick your favorite logo of the three, you can go to our website, TalkingLead.com, and under Logo Voting, just click on that, and the three finalists are there. You just click on that. That'll take you to the Survey Monkey and cast your votes. Uh, you still got a little bit of time. So we will be back next week, Leadheads, with more coverage from the Big Three East and a couple of extra surprise guests. So tune in. As always, Leadheads, keep your loved ones close and your firearms closer. <laughs>